All right, Sam, here we go. Welcome, welcome. Good evening from Nigeria to the United <laughs> States of America. Gotta give and beyond. Our, yes, gotta give our fans a shout out. Yeah, to, big, big shout out to our 11 fans. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. 15 all time. 15 all time listens. You got two followers. So the two people that follow us, thank you very much. Yeah, for it's sure. A start to something. Something greater than ourselves. You could be from Belgium to Kenya. <laughs> To Rwanda. We got a couple listens in Rwanda. Even Ghana. Let's go. A lot of African countries stopping by. Africa represent, man. Yeah. Well done, dude. Appreciate y'all listening to No Theme Required. Uh, Please rate our podcast if you can. You know, give us us a good rating. Five Mm -hmm. stars. Mm -hmm. Try to get us trending. We are very receptive to feedback. Always. (laughs) So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, Let's jump right into it. Yes. Dive head first. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Boom, boom. So we got football, NFL, week nine. Week nine is upon us. It's crazy to think the season is halfway over now. Yeah, we're almost halfway there. That's wild. That is wild. Starts tomorrow night. Got Mm -hmm. the Eagles playing the lowly, lowest of the lows in the Texans right now. (laughs) Look at that spread. It's pretty vicious. Damn, dude. That's absolutely wild. The Eagles are favored by 13 and a half. Yeah. Whew. Two touchdowns, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's being generous. In all all honesty, I envisioned the Eagles putting in their substitutes at the start of the second half. Perhaps. I mean, it could get blown out of proportion in the first two quarters. I, so I don't necessarily think it's going to be that bad. I mean, the Texans not? have held their own. Yeah. Yep. 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 I mean, to be fair, they they <laughs> they do have some promising potential in the backfield with. Damian Pierce, um, David Mills has been an above-average quarterback, but I mean that's not saying much. Davis Mills, I'm sorry, um, but you know, for a team that's certainly rebuilding and you know open to trading Brandon Cooks and just exploring p- possibilities this year and next, I mean there's there's some some room for growth with this team that um, you know might only have one win on the season, but I think their their record doesn't indicate what they've they've done to to date. I can see that yeah. they're a team that, having watched a little bit of NFL Red Zone, they've they've hung around in every game. Uh-huh. It's always been uh-huh. a one score game at some point in the fourth quarter. Sure. The only game that really got away from them was when they played the Raiders. They end up losing by a final score of thirty eight to twenty. Right. But in the rest of their games, it's all within essentially essentially a touchdown. Uh, Chargers did score late to cover. At the end of the game, I know that back in week four mm-hmm. because they, they helped me out with my parlay. I won some money that week. Hey, how about so that, that was a late cover from the Chargers. Very nice. Um, do I think they can cover a 13 and a half point spread? You know, as a betting man, no. I would take the Eagles to cover minus 13 and a half. Sure. Um, I could sure. see them winning by two touchdown scores. Probably the late of the ga- end of the game, though. Uh, I don't think that they're going to have to put in their so-called second stringers at halftime. <laughs> you know, that's very generous. That might be a bit egregious. Yes. Sure. Yes. Sure. But Davis Mills is going to have his hands full now. I mean, the, the, the Eagles did just really rebuff their roster. Uh, they certainly did. So their defense only got better. Their offense really can control the ball. They'll dictate the pace of the game mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. Go into the specifics if you know um, about who the Eagles acquired on defense during the, the trades. I'm not sure. Oh, the Eagles on D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't they just sign, uh, what's his dick from the Bears? Uh, Roberto oh, Quinn. 
Robert Quinn. Yeah. That's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they, they got a hefty D-line. That's right. I guess, I guess we touched upon that last week, didn't we? We did, we did. Yeah, because that, that's yeah. old news. Yeah, it is, it is. Shit, I guess we did just record like three days ago. <laughs> this is our like most frequent episode yet. It is. Basically back-to-back. It is. We got to take advantage of our free RSS subscription. Mm-hmm. Also, please feel free Fun to times. donate if you want to. You just shoot me an email. <laughs> All right. So we're both in agreement that the Eagles are going to cover that game. Let's... Let's move on to Sunday. The much more intriguing matchups. Yes, there are a couple more intriguing matchups. No London game this week, unfortunately. Right, right. So we don't have to wake up at six o'clock on a Sunday. Hey, six thirty. Six thirty. Right. Six thirty. Right, but right. you know, I'm, I'm up anyway, man. I watched that game. <laughs> Damn, right your I circadian do. rhythm is just set. Oh, it's it's super yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. So what, you can't tell me we're in awake by six thirty. <laughs> I guess the how we no, no it wasn't it wasn't that before. You're not awake by six thirty usually, like. On, on the weekends, I'm definitely awake by 7, maybe not 6.30, but oh, like yeah. somewhere in that seven. region. Right. Yeah, I wish right. I could sleep until 7. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. You're just a beast then. No, I'm just, just always always alert. Like, I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> gotta, gotta go do stuff. There you go, yeah. dude. Gotta be productive. Gotta go let, let, let the dogs out in the morning. There I guess you go. I could crawl back into bed. Who let the dogs out? Who? Hardu. Who? Hardu. Hardu. <laughs> Let's go, dude. <laughs> All right, so next game on the slate here, we have Colts Pats. Um, this this really has the potential to be a, a close match. Um, I mean, both yeah, teams, two mediocre teams, right? Both me- mediocre teams. Um, no one wants I mean, to watch this game. It could be just offensively stinky. I think it certainly can, um, because I mean the the Patriots and the Colts both have a, a dilemma at the quarterback position. I mean, Mac Jones, sure, he might be the starter right now, but with his QBR not even at 35, it's 33.6, that's that's yeah. absolutely abysmal. Yeah. The man hasn't thrown for 1,000 yards yet in the season. Um, so, I mean, we've certainly seen flashes of um, of Zappi, the, the backup. Yes. You know, he, he, he can't, he's come into at least one game that I'm aware of, but um, yikes, this, this game is kind of a steer away from game from a viewership perspective. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of Mac Jones, he did have a successful game. He woke up, so to speak, completing 24-35 passes. That's a completion percentage, 68%. So about two-thirds of his throws. And Frank, anything that's about 70%, give or take, that's a really good average. That's a good day. Sure. You know, sure. 194 yards, so a little more of dipping and dunking. Um, one touchdown, one pick. Got sacked six times though, man. So he's not getting any protection from his. DMR. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. No, Matt Patricia needs to figure something out with that offense mm-hmm. in order to have this Patriots team still be in the hunt for a playoff spot. Because just like the NFC East, we've seen the AFC East is the kind of the cream of the crop right now, with the exception of a couple teams. Right. right? You know, you got to count the Chiefs and the Mahomes in there. You got to count Baltimore in there. But really, outside of those two teams, it's going to be someone. Uh, most likely from the AFC East in the Buffalo Bills or the Miami Dolphins that will probably come out on top as far as representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. Sure, right? sure. I mean, they are a good-looking conference as from top to bottom. They are. With New England still being competitive because their defense, quite frankly, uh, I believe has been carrying them. Let's, yes. Let's go dive into some stats here because, I mean, Bill Belichick has, has always been able to put together uh, not only game plans but coach players to be in the correct position that basically – all, all aspects of the game, and, and, and he really, you know, hammers away at just doing your freaking job out there. So, you know, looking at their defense, it's been okay. Points against uh, 20.4, 
not great. That's actually in the bottom third of the NFL, so that's probably an off year for Bill Belichick mm-hmm. uh, defense. But you know, uh, but he's not getting much help from the offense either in in in, in points for so. Right, right. And they're ranking at seventeen. But you know what? In in terms of total defensive efficiency, I would say the the Patriots certainly rank up there, at least as it goes for fantasy. That they are the second ranked defense for fantasy for those still keeping track. Um, so yeah. I mean they they haven't been terrible. Yeah, they're only giving up two hundred twenty four passing yards a game, one hundred twenty six rushing yards a game. I mean, you never want to be a team that's giving up over one hundred rushing yards a game. Sure. Uh, passing attack. I mean. So 224 puts them right in the middle of the pack here, like right about 16. So right. you know, it's been an average defense. Um, you know, I, I'm going to retract my statement when I said that the defense is keeping them in games. I mean, yeah, they're playing good enough, but I think we see that their weak point really is coming from the offensive side of the ball where oh, no Matt doubt. Jones and Bailey Zappi are just unable to efficiently move the ball up and down the field when they have to get the job done. I mean, right. it's no longer a Tom Brady offense, that's for sure. I mean, granted, we're two years removed from that, but mm-hmm. sad thing to see. And the, the Pats just don't have a clear number one receiver. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson has been a breath of fresh air for that that offense. He's He's been, you know, he was flying under the radar before the season even began, and he yeah. has rose um, above expectations so far this, this year. Um, the Colts, though, they're in kind of an interesting story because they traded away their top pass-catching back Naheem Hines to mm-hmm. the Bills. Yeah, they received Zach Moss in return. Right. And he's a very, basically does the same exact job that Naheem Hines does. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if you can, we'll say you just step in and replace what, uh, the, the production of Naheem Hines. I mean, he's proven him with, with alongside a committee with Devin Singletary that has like a change it up, a little scat back, sure. you know, flex him out, line him up in the slot type of guy. He, he can get the job done. Um, it's it's helps that they're both similar types of players. I think he'll fit right in, you know, with his with the new offense. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it seems the Colts are definitely in a selling mindset when they're getting rid of you know yeah. arguably their their best. I don't want to say running back because Jonathan Taylor I think is still their best back. But mm-hmm. as far as change of pace guy, their third down back who's played a pivotal role, sure, especially in the past few seasons. You know, they're, they're they what picked up a draft pick plus. Zach Moss, I believe it was? Correct. Okay. Correct, yeah. Yeah, so it was very much an under-the-radar trade, but still something to keep an eye out for. Who do you like in this game, Colts Ooh. or Pats? You know, the Patriots are at home. I'm going to say that Bill Belichick is going to be able to draw something up for Sam Ellinger. Belichick has a history of dominating rookie quarterbacks, yeah. and I, I don't think he's actually lost to a rookie quarterback. Um, I Keeping don't know that. if that stat check is true, but I'm pretty sure that he has not lost to a rookie quarterback. Keeping the sheet clean right yeah. there. I'm going to go with with you on this one. Um, more specifically, though, I'm starting the Patriots' defense in fantasy against the Colts, so I'm hoping they are able to deliver. Very much so. Wow, so the last rookie quarterback was the immortal Geno Smith. <laughs> in 2013. In 2013. Wow. So he's drafted by the Jets, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. EJ Manuel beat him. Yep. Ryan Tannehill, Andrew Luck, Hustle Wilson, Colt McCoy. And Mark Sanchez. Mr. Buttfumble. Luke McCown, Big Ben. Byron Leftwith. Leftwich. That was in 2000. That was like, oh, damn. Okay. Belichick record versus rookie quarterbacks. Let's find out. Because I know he does dominate rookie quarterbacks. Well, I guess at home. 13-0 at home. And they are at home. Yes, yes, they so are. I think it plays in their favor. So, yeah, I'm taking the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Are they going to cover at five and a half? 
Man, I don't want to bet on this game, but I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yes, they will cover at five and a half. Yes. However, I th- I would bet on the under for this game. It's currently at 40. I don't think that has a chance of, of going more than 40. You know, it's I mean, going to be unusually warm temperatures in, in the Northeast this this weekend. Oh, yeah, the mid-50s. Uh, I only know that because I've been following this weather system. So, that we know, I mean, we had like a solid two extra weeks summertime. Yes. So that weather front basically just like there's basically something called. <laughs> Wait, can you do that? Sound <laughs> <Yeah>. effect again. <laughs> so no, no, seriously, no, this is the real thing. So yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. called the uh, it's the, the the Arctic pol- vort- polar yeah, the, the polar, polar vortex, vortex, right? It's been very weak lately, right? So they're all disheveled and shit. So essentially means that there's potential for um, more weather instability, right? So we had like an unseasonably oh. warm start to the fall, right? Um, and we'd be able to have a lot of warm temperatures kind of sit up where there's usually not. Right, and then that weather system collided with unusually cold temperatures for the fall in the Northeast, and they're basically like switching places. So now we're experiencing some really cold temperatures, and Northeast is getting just you know above seasonal norms. Okay, sure. So it's going to be most likely a warm day in Foxborough. So I think some points are going to be scored here. <laughs> that's just an, that's just a guess, but the I think meteorologist, 40, hell yeah, forty is is I think is uh, generous here. Very good. I like that. What an yeah, explanation. Appreciate it. Love it, dude. Appreciate it. Love it. Somebody's been doing his research. <laughs> Next game here, we got Chargers Falcons. Um, okay, without go- diving into any of the stats here, yeah. I love the the Chargers, even though they are playing away. Justin Herbert needs a chance to redeem himself as really one of the of the premier quarterbacks in this league. I mean, he's he's played well during the season so far. You know, he's he's passed over two thousand yards, um, twelve tuggers. He's he's been a good quarterback. Sure, he's dealt with rib injuries in in the past few games, and um, but I I really want to see him come to the fore in this game. And I think against the Falcons defense, which is very mediocre at best, he he certainly has a chance to come alive here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean the 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 pairing with Justin Herbert and and Austin Eckler is gigantic. So the biggest question mark here is can Keenan Allen finally return to the field after being injured in Week One? I mean that's that's the biggest storyline here in my mind you know with that nagging hamstring injury that he hasn't played in eight weeks yeah damn I mean, Keenan Allen hasn't had a hamstring probably since 2016 I mean it's, it's, <laughs> true it's it's been year in year out yes yes that poor that guy poor that, man that, he reminds me of Miles Austin who always had a nagging hamstring injury like once you get him for no reason they just don't go away for some guys like, yeah they just Chronic hamstring guys, you know, and, and I know for a fact that he's definitely doing some post three chain work. I mean, I said I don't know, for, I don't know for a fact, but I, I have a, there's a high probability yes. that there's some straight coach out there that's being like, hey man, like we we really gotta work on your hamstrings. I, uh-huh. I, I can guarantee he's working on motherfucking hamstrings. Oh I mean, yeah, like, like this guy's hamstrings should be bulletproof. But yes, yes. Yeah, for some people, they're they're too fast for their own good. You mm-hmm. know, they are, dude. or something something else is going on. They are. You gotta put them through a. <laughs> Like a full fucking kinesthetic program to see what's mm-hmm. going on with them. Mm-hmm. Precisely. Again, I'm sure he's got the money to do so. But anyway, back to the game. Do I like the Chargers or the Falcons? Frankly, I don't like either team. You know, <laughs> I I can see this game becoming a tie. A I'm, just, tie. I'm just kidding. That, that's it's a probably not going to be a tie. Um, Falcons three one at home. I'm I'm, I'm going to take, take take the home birds here. Beating okay. the Chargers, okay. improving the five and four, taking control of a very weak. NFC South. Now's the time to capitalize, yeah, no doubt, is. dude. Especially when the Buccaneers are falling from grace. The, the Suckaneers. Yes, the Suckaneers. Yeah. <laughs> I let's, like that. Let's go on down. 
Dolphins we got the Bears. Young Dolphins. The Young. But so promising. Y-U-N-G, Young Dolphins. <laughs> taking on Dub Bears. Dub Bears. So the Dolphins kind of went all in. Um, do you have that trade sheet? Let's find that trade yeah, sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the Dolphins went all in on this trade deadline. Uh, what was it? Went Tuesday? Yes, sir. Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. That was the deadline. Yeah, so they went all in. They received Bradley Chubb from the Denver Broncos, right? So it's big. They they turn Laramie Tunsil. Remember Laramie Tunsil, mm-hmm. Mr. Bomb, Mr. Yeah, uh, that's right. The the, you have the, the gas, gas mask. mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for those of you that don't know, oh my goodness, what a gas a- mask is for those of you in Nigeria, and Ukraine, and Rwanda. All right, this, this is when you you hook up a bong. Or any kind of smoking device, really, to a literal gas mask. <laughs> and you're just inhaling the THC smoke from whatever apparatus you're doing. And it just sits in your face. All right. Now, uh, imagine you're just inhaling that. That's your oxygen. That's the air you breathe. Yes. All so, right. my, my, my question to you is, how many times have you experimented with this phenomenal piece of ar- architecture? That, that F's going to remain private, sir. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I have... I have dabbled in in that art as as well, but my my answer will be confidential. Sure. Uh, okay. But you did just admit to it. <laughs> True, but nothing more specific than that than just baseline. So you incriminate yourself. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Dolphins Bears. What's what's an interesting storyline here is the Dolphins added on defense. The Bears stripped themselves of their yes, two defensive captains in Robert yes, Quinn did. and Roquan Smith. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a really interesting matchup. The Bears no longer have a formidable defense that's productive against yeah. the rush and the pass. Yeah. Um, I really like Tua here. The The Bears have certainly been on the up and up with their, their offense. I think Justin Herbert, for him, he has so much potential. His floor is growing every week. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to see him being more active in the pocket and with the addition of, of Chase Claypool as their arguably, arguably the number one wide receiver, mm-hmm. fantastic addition there. Um, but I'm still going to take the Dolphins because they have Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. and Jalen Waddell. Mm-hmm. Probably the best two-some wide receivers in the entire NFL, I think. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Chase Claypool, Mr. Maple Syrup himself, you know? Mr. Maple Syrup? He's Canadian. Oh, he is? Yeah. I had no idea. You know he's Canadian? <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's no as Canadian idea. as they come, bro. Wow. He loves that, that maple funny. syrup. But he went to college at Notre Dame, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Chase Claypool. But no, man, I, I think the Dolphins are going to run away with this game. Run away? My, yeah, they're going to okay. run away with it. Okay. It's, it's, it's Dolphins all day here. Justin Fields, he's been settling in, but... He's gonna be in trouble with this uh, this Dolphins team that's finally starting to put it together. And I mean, yeah, they are. Tua looking like a quarterback, throwing a great deep ball. Everyone questioned the mm-hmm. deep ball, but he's got Tyreek, mm-hmm. and with Tyreek Waddle, and uh, now you got the uh, even more defensive support for him. Yeah, I mean, he's just gonna absolutely dominate. Yeah, he's putting together low key an MVP run. Like if he can keep this, this pace up, very and the much Dolphins keep on winning. A dark horse candidate mm-hmm. and. You cannot forget about Mike Gesicki over at tight end for those Dolphins. I mean, sure, he's he's had plenty of games with zero catches, but when he's actually utilized in the red zone, the man's a, a giant. He's six foot six. He's a great target there. Like the greedy Gesicki. Yes. 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 Anyway, so I was referencing Laramie Tunsil earlier because they picked up 
out of with with those three draft picks, they traded them off again, uh-huh. right? And they got Waddle, Hill, and Chubb out of it. <laughs> that's proven to be very crucial. Yeah. So far, I mean, that's yeah. that's definitely been a byproduct. Or sorry, their five and three record has has been a direct byproduct of those three massive oh, additions. Yes, yeah, and it's going to be even that's more huge. Of that. Yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins all day. wheeling and dealing in Miami. The young Dolphs. Yes. Young Dolphs. So moving on here, we got the Bengals Panthers. Um, don't care. I really don't give a shit either. Yeah, Bengals. <laughs> Bengals. Let's minus seven. Take it. There yep. you go. Moving on. Yeah. Right, here yep. we go. How you, how you doing? Keep it moving. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Packers Lions. Mm. Again, yo, mediocre. Just mediocrity. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Okay. This is pathetic. When you are facing a team that is the worst in the NFL right now, when you're the pack and you're facing Detroit, yeah. and you're favored by just three and a half points, that says how bad this game will be. Yeah. That's just a, a prediction of just the offensive slop fest. I don't care what Aaron Rodgers' history has been, the fact that he's been an MVP three times, he's won a ring. But this year, he's, he's been terrible. I mean, there's, there's no credence to the Packers' offense right now. Mm-hmm. The Lions, sure, they might have a redeemable offense at times, but they are one in six. So, you know, they're they're the worst team in the NFL for a, a, a reason. Their only win has been against the Commanders, who are certainly on the up and up right now with Taylor Heineke. But, um, but they, they did face the Commanders when they hadn't found their identity in mm-hmm. in week two. That was that was their only win of the season. Yeah, the Commanders, starring Taylor Heineke, have definitely. Re- Come to life. Yes. Definitely come yes. to life. I like him. Like, he he is a player. Yeah, definitely. This is straight-up warrior definitely. on the field. It's, it's fun to watch. So, I'm... I'm, But, despite that being said, um, I am taking the Packers here, even begrudgingly. Yeah. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't think... Like, offensively, I think it's still going to look pretty crisp. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers probably getting his... Was probably whipping his boys in shape right now. Whipping! <laughs> whipping his boys in the shape right now. Come on, they got the playbook! Put it down! Catch your damn balls! We have to get... I mean, they have to get their two-minute offense faster. I mean, I don't know if you watched last week, but, I mean, the com- uh, the commentator is even talking about it during a live broadcast saying that it just looks slow. And he was right. Sure. Like, the, the players, the receivers... Um, I mean, the old line knew what to do, uh, looked like, but everyone else just had no idea what to line up. He was giving out hand signals that people should have known, yeah. that, that no one knew what the fuck was going on. So it took way nice. too long to play off. Not okay. Uh, no, it's definitely not okay. Um, probably going to be a get-right game. Um, I feel it as one of the ones that the Lions are going to be in charge and then somehow lose it in the last two minutes of the game to Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, over-under is 49.5. I think it's going to be offensively sloppy. It's offensively fast. Yeah, you know, yeah. Lions scored twenty-seven points last week against the Dolphins. Dolphins put up thirty-one. Sure did. So it could be one more track meet <laughs> type of game. Uh, okay. Lions cover three and a half. Lions cover. Packers well win. Well done. Okay. Cover. All right. Okay. Bills Jets Dude. in the AFC East matchup. I think this has the potential to be the game of the week. I mean, uh, um, uh, I know the Bills are favored by man. by twelve and a half, that's but gross. you know what? The winner of this game will more than likely win the AFC East. Lies. Lies. That's a lie. Lies. The winner of this game? Yes. Like, this is a pivotal matchup halfway through the season. You're going to win the NFC AFC the, East, though? I mean, that's, yes. a, that's a bold statement. Yes. That's I mean, the, of the, week. You think the, 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 Jets, the Jets win this game. They're going to win the AFC dude, East. Dude, I mean, they, they're very well I good. want you to say a statement out loud. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. If the Jets win this game, they have a great chance to win the AFC East. Fair enough. 
You know, I mean, because because they'll knock the Bills down to, to yeah, six and two. They'll be a game behind. Jets will be at six and three. Yeah. Bills still have that that um, bye week there. I'm sorry, the Jets still have that bye week. Yes, they do. But I mean, shit. I don't the, think they play each other yet, did they? No, I don't think so. No, this no, the first, they, the they first have meeting. not. They have yeah. not. Yeah. So I mean, Zach Wilson is a turnover prone quarterback. He's still very young. He stinks, man. Um, He's very he's energetic on the field. He is the issue right now. He is a big, like, you, he's you, a big issue. Put Joe Flacco in there, and he, he's got experience against the Bills. True. But Joe Flacco can't move. And no. Zach at, at least has, has wheels underneath him. Yeah. You know, he's he's a, a decent athlete. Joe Flacco is an old curmudgeon out there. Like, yeah, he, he is. is. Man can barely move. Like, his, his spine is not functional anymore. <laughs> this is Joe Flacco talk right now. Yeah, that's Block me, man. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, shit. Yes. So yeah, the Bills fucking smack them down. Smack And East Rutherford, it's not, it's, it's not even going to be close. Zach Wilson's in trouble. He might not make it through the whole game. All right, I'm predicting Bills Ooh. halftime score 28-3 to with the three points coming on a last-second field goal for half. <laughs> All right, they're going to win this game outright 42 Thirteen, wow! Domination, An absolute domination from, from the start too. Yeah, they're just gonna yeah. assert their will. Okay, they will dominate this Jets team. Okay, five and three is extremely generous. Here's a fiery hot take for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, as fiery as the sun. Um, okay, Bills win. Okay, but they don't. They don't cover. Fuck that. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. You know, I think that the Jets lose by 10. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Jets lose by 10. Yeah. Hey, we're basically talking the same thing. I'm talking massive blowout. You're talking <laughs> solid win. So. Yes. Yes. We both think the Bills uh-huh. are going to win. Just just a matter of, of the degree of severity. All right. Vikings commanders. I always say it. Kirk Cousins not playing on primetime. I'm going with the Vikings here. Cover three and a half <laughs> points. No issue. They are 6-1 for a reason. Yeah, the one Very lost. Good team. They got spanked by the birds. They did. Crushed. They did. Like yep, embarrassed. Yep. But you why. know what? It was a primetime game. Yeah, it was. Kirk Cousins doesn't play in primetime. Ooh, good point. No, no he, okay. he needs the 4 o'clock playoff game. Like, that, that's the type of primetime he needs. Yes, I like that. I like that. <laughs> was that a bark or a fart? Nah, my, that is my dog just saying, hey, look at me. It's our I first it. guest on the show. It's Bandit and Charlie. Hey, yo. Hey, boys doing? Make his presence known. Yeah, they're doing great. My dogs love, love to be in here. I love it, dude. But yeah, continuing with with, with the Vikings Commanders talk. Yes. All right. Again, Kirk Cousins, he is still going to be the linchpin of this team. He's got to be throwing the ball at Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson hasn't had a touchdown since week one. Damn, it's been that long. Yes, it has. He's got two touchdowns in week wow. one. Wow. He has not recorded a touchdown since week one. Wow. So you got to find a way to get it's him in, very get quiet. him the ball in the end zone. Yeah, no If they doubt. can do that, then this defense. I mean, granted, he, he's getting all the attention. Uh-huh. I mean, quite literally... All the attention, yes. right? And then you think Dalvin Cook would open it up, but he's been slow as well. So yeah, true that, true that. To your point on Kirk Cousins playing in prime time versus yeah. not in prime time. Here's a good stat for you: as of September 20th of this year, <laughs> yeah, Kirk Cousins has an overall prime time record of 10 and 18. Yeah, garbage. <laughs> the man cannot rise to the occasion. Garbage. Yes. But he had the infamous, you like that? Yes. You like that? <laughs> that was great. You like that? I'm going to say that was back in like 2017, 2018. Yeah. Definitely. Somewhere around there. Definitely. Fantastic, dude. I love it. I you love like it. that? Hell yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'll take the Vikings here as well. As well. Damn. Easy. Bam, bam. Yes, sir. Yes, Raiders, sir. Jags. Um, yuck. This is a disgusting game, dude. 
this really is gross. Like, like, wow, wow, dude. I, I would rather slurp the, the saliva Ew. out of my mouth than watch this game. I, mean, I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, t- I'm uh, playing a bit on the hyperbole wagon there. Oh, yeah, I understood. <laughs> I understood. <laughs> now, I would say. This this game would have the potential to be interesting if Calvin Ridley was not suspended for the entire year because he did just move over to the, did. the the Jaguars. Yeah, for betting um, on his own team. Yes, got Pete Rosed. Yes. Did you see true. that he's going to place the first bet at the new Cincinnati casino? Really? Yeah. That's Pete awesome, fucking Roses. Yeah. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Put him in. He deserves it, dude. It's the biggest. It's the most hypocritical thing in sports right now. Like honestly, it is. It is. It that is. You're gonna have. Quite literally, a, a gambling sponsor of the MLB in DraftKings or or, or, or uh, FanDuel, whatever uh-huh, one that is. Uh-huh. I think it's DraftKings MLB. Um, and you're gonna keep out one of the greatest hitters this game has ever seen because he yeah. bet on his own fucking team to win. Yeah, like that's stupid. It is stupid, dude. Stupid. It is. Protect the shield, dude. <laughs> Doing the jerk off motion. Oh right my now. god. Anyway, back to the yes. game. Raiders Jaguars. No need to discuss this. Jaguars at home. Raiders are <laughs> sucking. Yep. Okay. Real, real quick hot take for you. 30 yeah. seconds. This game will be won by the better running back. I don't think either quarterback will be able to prove efficient in the air in this game. But Josh Jacobs has been a premier back. Let's see if he can keep up that streak kind of after being shut down last week. Or if Travis Etienne can build off of his huge performance huge. last week. Huge. 150 yards, I think two tuggers. So it's a battle of the, of the running backs in this game. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Yeah. I can see that happen. So, the bird game. Yes. Seahawks. The bird. God knows. NFC West matchup, dude. The, the line. Yes. Boom. Welcome to Glendale, Arizona. I'm your host, Joe Buck. Here is Troy Aikman. In the NFC West matchup, as the five and three Seahawks take on the Arizona Cardinals. Joe Buck, aka Joe Fuck. I thought. They transferred over to ESPN, though. They Oh, Troy Eggman did. And did, did Joe as well? Yes. Because you know, now Joe, they're both commentators. Joe can call anything, dude. Yeah. People hate on Joe, but I don't, I don't see why. I mean, he does have a great voice. My my only qualm with Joe Buck is, is when the camera's on him and Troy, he loves to look at the camera and just smile for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a good-looking guy. <laughs> I mean, his call on the Minneapolis Miracle? Yes. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Oh my god, very true, very true. Can we bring that up? Yeah, Minneapolis Let's Miracle. Do I believe it, he says, I can't believe it. Yes. Uh, pick. Uh, Just type it into to YouTube here. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Let me go on YouTube. Get her. The Minneapolis Miracle. So, going back to the day, that was, um, that was when Stefan Diggs caught the reception and was able to return it. I forget exactly. It's going to be loud in your ears. Okay, yeah. I cannot hear anything. Well, I muted it. Oh, thank you. I don't want to just bombard you with sound. Here we go. Go. Still not playing. It's not? No. Oh. Well. That's odd. That's unplugged you. <laughs> just watching it, though. Wow, dude. Wow. Oh, I think he's like, I can't believe it. 
some shit like that. I love it. I love it. Back when Drew Brees was still playing. Let me see what's going on here. Yeah, what is going on? I think that'll work. Some straight. Ah, there we go. There we go. Go on back here. Let me see. This plays over the speakers. No, it doesn't. It's only going to play through yours real quick, but correct. I'll give you a listen because I've I've heard I've watched this play. It still gives me the chills. Case fucking Keenum. Unbelievable, because it is because it was. As I remember where I was. Dude. I was watching this game on my phone. Okay, because we turned it off the TV. I was watching it with my dad, and they said, "Dad, this game's over." Like God, like it's there's no way. That's the, why the Saints, I love sports. The Saints right, right there, and then right there, and then I was in the kitchen. I was watching it, and and, and I saw him at the catch, and I saw him going. I was like, "No fucking way!" I was like, <laughs> "Dad, Dad, Dad, look at this! Oh, you're not gonna it. believe this! Like you're not gonna believe this!" Ah, uh, and the balance of digs to stay in bounds. No, there. well, not only that, but the just tight rope walk, just the. The where thoughts you right because you're thinking get out of bounds right right especially there but no right. he's like oh there's no one in front of me what a feeling I mean where was the safety on that play no, no, there no, was he, no he, help no he just missed him he missed yeah. him the safety oh yeah yeah, was yeah. There. yeah he did he was did. there it was what's his name um, he was the rookie uh, Marcus uh, fucking uh, wow he was a rookie that he had a great year uh, what was his fucking name. Trying to watch the replay and slow it down. I love. Okay, I will give this to Joe Buck. The fact that what makes his call so epic there is he uses three words and that's it. Yeah. He says digs, sideline, touchdown. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You know, unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. He's letting the game speak for itself. Williams. Is that um? That's... He, he was a rookie that year. Marcus Williams. Yeah, the, the only safety that, that comes to mind for the Saints would be Kenny Vaccaro. But I know that he would not al al allow that play to happen. It was Marcus Williams. It was. It definitely was. Marcus okay. Williams. Okay. Yeah. He was a rookie that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a great season. Is he still playing? For the Ravens. For the Ravens. He's okay. on the IR. Ooh. Let's see if I... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, a miracle he's, he's tagged in that. Who sure. missed the tackle? Safety. Marcus Williams. <laughs> I love that that comes up on Google. Yeah, right wow. away. Wow. Right away. Wow. So how did we come to that moment? Talking about the Seahawks Cardinals. I don't remember. Joe Buck. Oh, right. Joe Buck. Right. Um, That's so, yeah. funny. Seahawks Cardinals. Seahawks red hot. Cardinals favored. Take the Seahawks. Hammer it! Yes. Hammer it with Kenneth Walker, dude. Hammer Run it, it down their throats. He's been a fantastic running back. I love to watch him. Sure, Kyler Murray's the better athlete of the two quarterbacks in this matchup, but this game's going to be one on the ground. Hammer it. Yes. Hammer it. Hammer, Hammer it down. Hammer that. But Find a money line one, bam, right there, Seahawks. Yes, I do have a favor to ask the football gods, and that is to ensure Kyler Murray delivers another fantastic performance in passing the football to DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, fair enough. Yes, there sir. you go. You've heard yes, it here. Sir. Help me with my fantasy. Stay undefeated. Prayers be. Thoughts and prayers. Hey, yo. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. Hey, All right, moving on. 425 games, 125 Pacific time, uh, Mountain time, uh, fucking 325. Fuck yeah. We got if, the Rams and the Bucks. Maybe told me this matchup before the season started. I'd be excited right now. Both teams, 3-4. and four. Don't really give a fuck, man. Tom Brady, bro, I'm sorry. He's still second in passing yards, though. I got to give him that in the league. He is. Yeah, he's still second in passing yards. Do you yards. know who's first? Uh, he is behind... I want to say... 
not Joe Burrow. Is it Joe Burrow? It is Joe. Joe Burrow, yeah. I have an ad playing. Oh, you have an ad playing? Oh. Yes. But Where? I don't see the sound. Sorry, folks. No, it's on, it's on this one. Oh, it's on this one. Gotcha. There you are. My boss. Nah, you're fine. You're fine, yo. But yeah, pretty sure it's Joey B. Joey B is number one. Yeah, this yes, yes, you 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 are correct. Um, this is an interesting matchup because it's the two most recent Super Bowl winners, but this year they yeah. don't look very good. No, not not at all. Not at all. Um, I do like. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I do like Matt Stafford here. Um, I mean his his connection with Cooper Cup is just unreal. Yeah, Cooper Cup already has five touchdowns. He has the magic number, 666 yards, or is that 686? 686. Ah, my bad. Okay. But yeah, the man's on fire. He's a wonderful athlete. Um, Taking the Rams here. Rams? Yeah. Bold pick, Cotton. Yes, sir. Very bold pick. Yes, sir. I'm going to disagree. Oh, please do. Easily. Tom Brady. (laughs) Coming out. Covering. Oh. Definitely. Hot damn. Even though the man has lost his marriage. Yes. But Even, he hasn't lost everything. He has not lost everything. Uh-huh. He hasn't lost football. It's always going to be there for him. Yes, it will. All right, so yeah. Tampa Bay all day. Okay. Okay. Sunday night. Titans Chiefs. <sighs> this is what Ben like. This is going to be his favorite game. Yes, this is. This might be the game of the week. It could be. Um, even though, wow, the Chiefs are favored by 12 and a half, even though both teams have the same record. Yeah. Essentially. I mean, both teams are 5 and 2. Um, that's that's wild. It's just one of those games where, for whatever reason, I feel like Derek Henry just runs for like 200 yards. You know, As he did last where, week. Where, where he just takes over. Yeah. But you're right, 12 and a half is a lot of points to give a Mike Rabel 5 and 2 team. It is. Right? It is. Like that's quiet 5 and 2 as well. Yeah, that's like, that's a slap in Mike's face right there. After blowing it, the, the game to uh, the Giants in week one, I was like, they're in for a long year. And then they got blown out by the Bills in week two. Oh, but yeah. They've snuck out five wins in a row. Right. I, I mean, mean two games against the Colts. They've been red hot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like their chances in this game. I certainly think that the Titans cover in this game. I do not think it's going to be that big of a blowout. Uh-huh. Twelve and a half points—that's that's a bit much. That's a lot. I, I'm not sure I would agree with their with the Vegas odds makers. Um, but I mean, the X factor in this game has to be Derrick Henry. Ve- Vegas always knows. Yeah, well, they do to yeah. a to a, to an extent. They, they fucking always know. <laughs> <sighs> Dude, but Patty has 20 touchdowns. Yeah, he's on to a uh, prolific start. That's a prolific start it indeed, is. dude. It's not even a start anymore. Halfway through. Can you yeah, believe true, it? true. Can believe it halfway through. True. Almost so there. I'm going to take the Chiefs here, but I do not think the Chiefs cover. Yeah, Chiefs win, don't cover. I like it. Yep. Same storyline, same day, different game. Here we go. Ravens, Saints, last game of the week. Oh, okay. I'm very excited, and I'll speak on this in my monologue here, okay. but I'm very excited to see the debut of Roquan Smith for the Ravens. Okay. I think he brings a flair to the Ravens that we haven't seen since the Bill Billick days of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, mm. uh, Terrell Suggs, Trevor Richards. Just laid on him. Ray Lewis. Right? Haloti H- Ngata. Yeah, Haloti Ngata. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, Jimmy Greg, Smith. Yes, Greg Kelly. Shout out. God, dude. I mean, just an absolute behemoth Trent of an Dilfer. era. Oh, and Trent Dilfer. The quarterback. Good man, dude. Good man. The worst quarterback to ever win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, true. True. Um, so, with, with that being said, um, I'm definitely taking the Ravens here. I think the line should actually be bigger than just two and a half. Mm-hmm. I think the line should be at least five or six. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Uh, 
a closer to a full touchdown instead of a field goal here. Um, but yeah, the Ravens are just a, almost com- complete on offense. If they had a bell cow running back or at least a better committee of backs, mm-hmm. um, I, I know we, we, we've seen flashes of Gus Edwards and mm-hmm. Kenyon Drake, but mm-hmm. nobody's really asserted themselves as, as the go-to guy mm-hmm. like Alvin Kamara has with the Saints. So, um, <clears throat> But you know, Lamar Jackson can do it all. So I, I certainly like his chances in this game to help the Ravens not only win, but also cover. Very nice. I agree. Ravens win, also cover. Lamar Jackson, he's too good, man. He is, dude. He's a fucking he beast, dude. I would say he's, he's he's one of the top five best athletes in the NFL. And NFL. That is a, a huge span of fantastic athletes, no doubt. So <clears throat> let's turn our attention from the pro- professional ranks to the collegiate sphere where the top four just got announced from the college football playoff committee. So this is the initial week of the year that we have our first rankings and they're in. A surprise number one, perhaps, um, in Tennessee, and then followed by number two, Ohio State, Georgia at three, and Clemson rounding out Mm -hmm. the top dogs there. Um, So I think... There are certainly some miscues here had by by the committee. I think they could have. Um, I just. I certainly understand that TCU and Michigan are where they are, but I think more more credence needs to be given to them, um, specifically for the fact that um, TCU beat Oklahoma State when they were really really good. They they still are, mm-hmm. but they they beat Mint. They beat them in overtime. They also beat Kansas when they were on the up, up and up earlier this this year. I mean, TCU is undefeated. They look fantastic mm-hmm. right now. And the fact that Alabama's ranked ahead of them is just kind of a slap in the face to, to the Big 12. It's like, yes, the SEC is still wins the day. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, I hate that. But at the same time, I'm so glad to see Tennessee at number one because they have a great, rabid fan base. Fun to see those goalposts being carried off the field after their historic win against Alabama. Um, I love the the volunteers. Like, It's just such a breath of fresh air to see a brand new team in the top overall slot that's not Georgia, it's not Ohio State, it's not Clemson, it's not Alabama. It's just a brand new team. It just... It breathes life into into college football, which, to be honest, has grown a bit stale in the in the past few years with Alabama and Georgia and Clemson just dominating the field. But to have a brand new number one ahead of everyone else, mm-hmm. that's it's just fun. Yeah, it yeah. is. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Who won it last year? Who was college football playoff champion last year? Georgia. Georgia, correct. Georgia. So I think it's bullshit. God damn it! That you got to oh, you got to you, you got to beat the champion in order to be the champion, Ooh. right? So until the champion's beaten, man, you got to stay at number one. All Ooh. right. So it's arguable, right? Tennessee could be the number one team, okay. but at the end of the day, you got to put Georgia up top. I think that's a bit disrespectful to the reigning champions. Interesting. Okay? And then even Tennessee, at two, totally fine, totally fine. Right? Ohio State, fine, two or three there. Got no no issue with that. The only thing I'm seeing, though, an argument against Clemson with regards to their resume compared to both Michigan, <clears throat> Alabama, and TCU, right? Just, just looking up their strength of schedule, right? This is according to teamrankings.com. Gotcha. All right, Clemson, I believe, comes in at, at uh, 36. And as far as strength of schedule concerned, Ted's Christian, 17. All right, so already they're 20 spots ahead. Right. Right, Alabama, number one strength of schedule, and that's just because of the SEC bias, right? Tennessee ranks number three, Ohio State coming at number four. Um... But even Georgia comes in at eighteen. 
Yeah, that's what I was looking for next. Thank you. Right behind Texas Christian. Mm-hmm. But again, Georgia, again, earned that spot, deserves that spot. But Michigan's in front of them at 30. And then uh, just, just to round all of that off, who am I missing here? Oh, yeah, I already, I already said Alabama's number one. Right, so mm-hmm. you can arguably put any of those three teams ahead of Clemson. All right, and that's not to disrespect the ACC, but you know, let's let's look at who's Clem- who Clemson has played this year. All right, Clemson schedule. I know that they had to barely escape w- with a win against Syracuse, which was uh, a bit controversial as far as some of the officiating was concerned. Um, I believe right. that they're playing Notre Dame this weekend, right? So that's going to be a big test for them. Plus, it's going to be at the house that Jesus built mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. South Bend. Yes, so beautiful stadium. It's it's definitely one of my life goals to visit the the South Bend Arena. So yeah, it's going to be a tough test for them. Yeah, they beat up on uh, number twenty Wake Forest, but they they almost got a fifty spot put out them. Yeah, and they beat number twenty one NC State right by a score thirty and twenty. Mm-hmm. And look ahead, the rest of the schedule mm-hmm. they should they they control their own destiny. This is probably going to be the last major test. And then they round off the season with three straight home games. So right, they're right. gonna they're basically gonna you know like I said control their own destiny, potentially walk right in. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, you know which one which one of these um, undefeated teams you think is going to get snubbed out? And when it's all said and done, I think yeah. the undefeated team that will be snubbed here um, will be. I I hate to admit it, but it'll probably be TCU. Yeah, let's take a look at their schedule real yeah. quick. So coming up, again, it's a it's a relatively non-remarkable schedule to finish out the season. Um, probably the toughest matchup is at Texas, just based upon local rivalry. Sure. You know, and then they got another tough game on the road at <clears throat> Baylor, and finish out with a very very winnable game Ohio State and um, Iowa State. Excuse me. Right. So again, right. if they, if they win out, right, and they go to the Big Twelve Championship game, I mean, we've we've seen already from the, from the committee that you know the no loss. Conference winner gets in over the one loss conference winner. Mm-hmm. So if you're undefeated, again, you control your own fate. But the SEC is really going to have a playoff game this weekend coming up with Georgia Tennessee. Yes, because that you know the loser of this game still has a chance to get into the playoff, but they're going to need some help. Yes, yes, they are from, so from other teams. This is then... arguably going to be like the game of the whole weekend. Yes, and then. You know, potentially the game of the season so far. Number one versus number two. I'm number sorry. One versus number, number one. one versus number three. Here. One versus one. One versus one. A people. Oh yeah. Okay. Tennessee and Georgia. Uh-huh. Like I uh-huh. said, uh-huh. you got to beat the best to be the best. Fair enough. Fair enough. Although, okay, so going back to um, a little bit of jinx history here with the college football playoff rankings. Yeah. Um, the only number three spot to actually make the playoffs after being ranked that in the initial weekend was Clemson in 2020. Wow. Every other nu- number three team in the initial college football rankings has not made the playoff. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. That's a big, big line there. Um, I think Tennessee... Okay, so <clears throat> Tennessee-Georgia this weekend, who do you think wins? Georgia. Georgia? Ten- Tennessee's been on a hot run, but like Georgia D, too good. You think the volunteers are, are overhyped? Phrasing. No. Okay. Gonna, it's going to be a formidable game. Okay. Formidable. Where you got one of the best offenses going up one of the best defenses yes. in the entire country. It's fun, fun to see. All right, this might be the game yeah. of a decade. Like, yeah. I'm not necessarily the biggest college football fan, but I would tune in to watch this game just based upon hype alone. 
Tennessee has a very interesting offense. Um, I haven't watched them much, but I've certainly watched a bit of their highlight tape. And they play a, um, lots of hurry-up offense, mm-hmm. but they, they play a lot with t- um, two wide receiver sets. Okay. So they have two wide receivers that far, far... <clears throat> stretch the field on the right and then yeah. the same on the left. Okay. So they line up even farther than your your typical X, Y, and Z. A lot of 11 personnel. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Yes. A very, very in- interesting. So we'll see we'll see how that tactic works against the Georgia defense. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very inter- mm-hmm. interesting matchup. And I think um, <clears throat> uh, kind of looking forward into the season using that crystal ball, the Michigan-Ohio State, the winner of that game, will definitely make the playoff, I think. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That'll that, be fun. That's going to be an awesome game. All right, let's move on. Let's get out of this college football playoff atmosphere here. <laughs> we got a couple more topics left to cover. Um, and we, we talked about trades during a lot of the talk already, so I don't think we need to dive into that much more. Sure. You know, so um, I think one thing of a of a what the fuck segment is, uh, you know, personally what's going on with Kyrie. The man is troubled. I, I shouldn't say troubled. It's just... A very interesting penalty that's been slapped yeah. on him. It's it's also just like what exactly are are we punishing him right. for? Because he he never said anything explicit on his social media that yeah. was anti-Semitic. Yeah. He was promoting he just, this link, and like we didn't watch the documentary, we watched the preview of it. The preview is pretty fucking weird, you yes. know. And if, if anybody wants to donate eleven ninety nine, I will watch that documentary. <laughs> right, just hit me up. But it's right. three and a half hours. Ooh, uh, hey, if, if someone pays for it, I'll watch it. Okay, fair enough. All right, if someone wants to, again, if you want to donate eleven ninety nine on the show, I will watch that and I'll give you the complete <laughs> review, the complete rundown oh. of what that documentary was saying. You might have to take a in- intermission during that that movie. Oh it's my a god, big Death movie, three hours twenty eight minutes runtime. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I might be converted by the end. <laughs> <laughs> so the the name of the movie is um, <coughs> Hebrews to to okay 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 <laughs> sorry oh, had to stop myself there folks I, I I do not want to be in the same problem that Kyrie Irving is in so I will re- remove myself from that situation <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to take a water break. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, everybody. So Kyrie, just just being a – from a sports standpoint, team standpoint, I think he's just a big distraction. I mean, Steve, oh, Steve Nash is fired. Um, granted, he's, he's – I haven't – I don't know much about his stats, man, but apparently he's doing well. So how much of a distraction could it really be to him? I mean, I think it's to the point where he's just like, I'm going to do what I do. I don't care. And good for him, man. Like, hey, that's your mindset. I'm totally fine with that, man. Just keep doing your thing. Um, sure. Don't, just don't hurt nobody. Like, right. And he stated multiple times that he's not anti-Semitic, and I believe that. Like, I really believe that. Yeah, he's he's. I don't not against think he's done anything. Any I don't think he's done yeah anything wrong other than advertise a, a questionable documentary. Mm-hmm. True. True. So he's currently 13th in the NBA for points scored. Okay. Just yeah, seven great seven. Year. You know year. how are the Nets doing? I know they fired their coach. They certainly did so fire. They can't, their, they can't their be their doing coach. that good. Uh, but looking at the standings here right now, they are in dead last in the uh, Atlantic What's Division. What's the record? They're at two and six. Um, Kevin Durant's playing. Yes, dude. Yes, yeah. That is not very good. To be fair, though, the Raptors are sitting at five and three. They're in first place in the Atlantic, so, oh, it's, so still it's, extremely it's still anybody. Extremely. It's still up for grabs, extremely and it's still very early. early. Um, but yeah, interesting to. Keep an eye out there for. I uh, 
I I followed the NBA quite a bit when I was in high school. Yeah. I, I loved wa- watching it. Um, I think you know that was just the the on the horizon after the golden era. Mm-hmm. You know, in the in the late nineties, early two thousands, kind of post Michael Jordan. Um, you know, when when refs uh, just allowed everything to to happen. I mean, it was it was a fun fun time in the NBA. But mm-hmm. I mean, since then, I haven't really followed them that much. Um, quick quick news break here, folks. We are we are speaking simultaneously um, in association with the World Series that is currently happening. Game four right now. Oh shit! And. Um, as I just noticed, the Astros lead 5-0 in the yes. bottom of the sixth. Live score. Wow. That is that is huge. So, um, the, I mean, they could come back here, tie the series. But you know what? Same thing happened in, in game one when the Phillies were down 5-0 and they came back to win 6-5. Yeah, so. but then the Phillies beat their ass uh, two nights ago yeah. Yeah, to go yeah. up 2-1. to one. So, not t- entirely surprised that Houston's not going to – I mean – that they they're the juggernauts. Mm-hmm. They are the evil empire at this point. They no, really no are. No one likes Houston. No, they're they're the new Yankees. Yes, and yes. the Yankees are the new Cleveland Indians. <laughs> you mean the Guardians? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Well, the old Cleveland <laughs> oh, team. Oh, oh, I see. I see. The old Cleveland baseball club. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh All my right, you know goodness! What? We're we're gonna skip over Twitter and Elon. Yeah, I don't think there's much to... T- no. I, I mean, there's only... Well, all right, so if there, you got a Twitter account... All right, again, follow me on Twitter. That's why I bring it up. Follow me on Twitter, at Hardu with three U's. Um, Hardu! If you're really curious about my Twitter account. I just think it's funny because Elon's been trolling people. So basically, he's saying he wants to charge people $8 to get a blue check mark right next to their name so they can be verified. $8 a month, I should say. And people are freaking out. They're like, I'm not paying 8 bucks a month to get verified. And, and you don't have to, right? But in order to get the check mark, then, you know, th- th- then, like... You gotta pay eight bucks a month, right? Now, what was the requirement before Elon it was free? T- took over? You just had to get verified for the reason. See. So, whatever. If you're a public figure, right, you can get verified, right? But you know, I worked at a university. I feel like a public figure, so I thought I should have been there to get verified. Hell yeah! I, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't lame. So, will you pay the eight bucks a month? No. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't need to. Yeah. But hey, hey, man, it's it's, it's everyone says you know it's. It's uh, some people will say, well, you know, it's a private business; they can do what they want. Blah blah blah, censorship. And now those same people are coming back saying, you can't charge us money for something that's been free for so long. True. And it's like Elon's like, fuck that! Like, I'm gonna charge money for something. This is a service I'm providing for you guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, eight eight bucks. Like, you guys are are, are billionaires. Some some of these people. Right. Yeah. So eight dollars. I, I think there's like there's like four hundred thousand verified accounts, give or take. I think that's the number. Wow. Um, and and basically, yeah, you're just saying like you're gonna pay this, and people are just so mad about. It. They're so butthurt about it, and I and I think it's hilarious. Dude, that's that's not it. even a full meal. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Unless you're eating at the defact, that can buy you two and two meals. Three, right almost there. three. Almost uh-huh. three. Uh huh. Very two, true. two and a half actually. Very two true. Um, so let's let's move on to the monologue section. Yes. To really reach the climactic point in this podcast as we typically do yeah. in in uh, end of the show fashion. Okay. So for my monologue, I, I had kind of a tough time coming up with, with one, and I think I need to share it with two two guys here. Um, and the first of which would be Roquan Smith. He's an, an absolute boss. Um, you know, joining the Ravens and kind of becoming 
that that next Ray Ray Lewis. He has so much potential right there. I'm I'm excited to see it at that outside linebacker position. He he brings a level of athleticism and intelligence to that defense that they haven't seen since since Ray Ray, Ray Lewis and and Ed Reed the superstars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, Roquan was was fifth last year in in overall tackles. Um, he leads the NFL this year in in, in tackles. Um, also, the first bulldog ever in Georgia's illustrious college history to win the Buckus Award for best linebacker, for best defensive player, I should say. So, I mean, the man has the resume to really back up his his playing style. Um, I think it's still a, a bit of a head scratcher as to why the Bears <laughs> traded their two defensive captains and kind of left the locker room in disarray. So many players um, have been like, what the fuck, dude? What just happened to our team? We were vying, or at least trying to get a, a spot in the playoffs, and now we're we're left without our two best defensive players. So what is the hope or the expectations of us as a team now? You know, And, and, and I think the Bears have to look long-term. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's really the only option um, out of this huge two trades um so that's 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 one story i wanted to touch on briefly i think another one which is just fucking awesome is ross chastain uh the under the radar nascar driver who this weekend used a move he he learned from playing nascar on the GameCube. yeah to, he was a gamer. Yes, to finish in the top five of this race and qualify um, for uh, the championship series. The championship series. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. He went from tenth to fourth. Yes. Yes. And people are up in arms about it. They are. Yeah. They're they really are. mad. So they're very mad. Yes. I, I mean, so they're, they're they're mad. I certainly understand that. But this this man is creative. Nobody's seen this this yeah. type of move ever because the wall is really reserved for massive crashes yeah. that that blow up in everyone's face and slingshot himself of, of NASCAR. This is a slingshot engage, the shake and bake move. Yeah, basically, he slid against the entire wall, um, kind of removing himself from from being forced to use the brakes. He just sped uh-huh. on that wall, grinded his car. He was currently in 12th, made his way all the way up to 4th. Fourth. Fourth. Yeah. I mean, absolutely amazing. Set the record for the fastest lap on the track yeah. at just <laughs> under 19 seconds. Did he seconds. really he did. set the record? Yes, the I record. didn't know that. <laughs> I did not know that. The man's a badass. That is awesome. Dude, and he learned this move playing NASCAR 2005 on the, on the GameCube back in the day, dude. I didn't know he set the record. Absolutely awesome dude so he okay so let me be more specific here during the final lap of the race Chastain found himself in 10th place but he needed to pick up two positions to earn enough points to qualify for the championship race on November 6th okay he is absolutely awesome he shifted into fifth gear gunning it rode the outside wall past five cars to finish in fifth place Um, and so in his post-race interview with with NBC Sports Ross said Dude, I played a lot of NASCAR 05 on the GameCube with my my brother growing up, and you can get away with it, and I never knew if it would actually work. I did that when I was eight years old. So why not try why now, not dude? Try now. <laughs> Incredible. What a man. The Incredible. man, the myth, the legend. So thank you, Ross, for making sports exciting and that was bringing a great story. relevance to NASCAR. Thank you. That was a great story. Oh, yeah, I saw the highlight, and I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> Someone sped this up. No, right? that was real. Ah, oh, that was real. Amazing maneuver. Yeah, some people up in arms, they claim safety. I claim jealousy for not being creative enough. 
Well said. Uh, granted, I bet that will be banned though in the very near future. They won't allow that ever again. Mm-hmm. So congrats to him. Congrats on the court on the track record as well. Yeah. Yeah. So monologue here. Got touch on the hockey talk, man. The the Devils don't look now, man. Through ten games, they're first in the Metropolitan Division, off to a red hot start. All right, Jesper Bratt on pace. To, to honestly be in, in the cup for the Norris Trophy, you know, the MVP of the uh, National Hockey League, because right now he's off to a torrid star. He's got a 10-game point streak. He's got a point in every single game. Right, 16 points on the year. All right, Jack Hughes is the type of player that can score a goal or an assist or register a point in every single game. All right, Sharon Govich um, on defense, along with Dougie Hamilton. You, you got you got Severson. They've got a super deep team this year. And um, I've been watching basically all their games and they, they had our slow start against Vancouver last night, but still came out with a very strong win at uh, five to two with one one at the end at the end of the game. So they, they play Edmonton tomorrow night. Both teams are seven and three. That's going to be a big test for um, the Devils. And if they can come away with this win and get four points out of this three game road trip, that's going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome job for them. No doubt. So again, don't look now, <clears throat> NJ Devils. Postseason bound. I, I hope so. Woo! I hope so. We Red shall see. Start. We shall see. Red hot start. Okay. Well, folks, thank you once again for listening. It's been a pleasure, as always, to yes. provide you with with our most creative content with with on the fly sports yes. commentating. Please follow us. Yes. We got to make a podcast email at some point. Sorry. We do. Say, next time. We'll create a Gmail account and make a podcast email. We'll put up yeah. something up there. Yeah. Because if you do want to donate $11.99 so we can watch that video, <laughs> I will break it down. Or simply send us feedback and we will give you a shout out on the podcast. Yes. Give you Absolutely. notoriety and please, fame please and follow, power. Please follow and thank you from the bottom of our hearts from uh, Tacoma, Washington, United States of America, all, right, all the way out to Belgium, to Kenya, to Rwanda, to Ghana, Nigeria. I think that's all of them. Thank you, guys. I love it. I love it. We have three of the seven continents in tow right, there we go. right now. There we go. Damn. That's all right, y'all. A global span. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah. We'll be back at you on the next one. And Sam, always a good time. Hell yeah. Always a good time.